Hey beautiful creatures, in this podcast, I do a little bit of a catch-up and talk a little bit about some of the best practices I've forgotten how to do, inside stories of course. I hope you enjoy! Hey guys, it's me. It's not that Maggie. It's that other Maggie, me. Hello you. Hello my beautiful creatures. How have you been? I hope your week has been awesome sauce so far. I hope it's been doing well and I hope things have been cooperating for you. I mean, I know, I know every week is different, but we can always hope for it to be the very bestest it can be. To my <laughs> new listeners, hi, come on in. My name is Maggie. Um, in this here podcast, uh, we usually just discuss things that have been running through my mind or things I've been experiencing with the hopes that, you know, maybe I learned the mistakes for you. Mistakes? Yes, plural. <laughs> yeah. And to my returning listeners... Hi! <laughs> I hope you've been sparkle, sparkle, shining, shining, yes. And this sparkle, sparkle, shine, shine thing, you know, um, I always say it, but I don't think I've ever explained <laughs> what it was. Um, I, I, I think it's just, you know, your sparkles and your shines is this, like, thing inside of you that sometimes get damaged or taken away depending on whatever is happening in your life and it's basically love i think you know the love inside you should always be sparkle sparkle shining shining and it's always in there you know you know what i mean like it could be a little less but it could be a lot more it just depends and i think it's just about uh being conscious about it you know what i mean like there are sometimes situations that may occur that would make it less but if you have it in mind, then we should all be okay, right? Because I know we're trying our best here. So anyways, um, for this week, um, a quick, quick, quick uh, catch up. Um, I still can't talk properly. I'm, I'm you know, sort of uh, doing it as best as I can. Uh, as I mentioned in my social media, um, I don't know how many of you guys follow me, but I, I, <laughs> I got tonsillitis right after... Um, I had stomach problems, you know, and I thought I was out of the woods and I was like, yes, let's go, world domination. But like all of a sudden, I started to feel really ill again. And as I have mentioned in my previous podcast, um, yes, it is emotionally induced. And I go through this like cycles sometimes, It, you know, that I get sick because I'm like terribly, ter- terribly upset. Like my heart is not glowing, you know. Yes, I know that's a weird way of saying it, but... Otherwise, I only ever get really sick when I'm emotionally troubled. And, you know, I'm lucky. I guess I'm lucky that my family does understand it. You know, my doctor understands it. My doctor always asks first, you know, is something upsetting you? Right? But it was a surprise for me and for my doctor as well, who happens to be my wonderful cousin. So she knows me very, very well. um, To find out that I, I was actually sick you know (laughs) like i thought i just i thought it was just like psychosomatic you know once i start feeling bad i i didn't want to you know move around or be in my normal routine but it turns out i was actually sick it's because i I had an infection so yeah (laughs) that's the quick catch-up um otherwise it is related of course again um to this week's podcast uh so i was you know i had stomach problems and that was that was difficult and challenging you know for for those of you who have experienced 
illnesses back to back i i know it's it's horrible right and i i really don't wish it for anyone like really honestly truly madly deeply do do not wish it for anyone so there was a time wherein i was you know dealing with my tummy problems and it was a challenge to sort of be in a routine for feeding and then you know fasting quote unquote yeah and then when i thought i was you know good to go you know ready for world domination again <laughs> take two with feelings um I, I came down with tonsillitis and during that time you know um since it's, it's an infection you know there was an actual sort of like fever on and off you know and yes i did get tested and uh i was like oh I, i'll never get used to this i'll never really really ever get used to like getting tested but you know thankfully it was negative it was negative so i, I only had to deal with the infection but during that time, you know, I, I really had <laughs> an argument with myself. Do you guys ever have that? I, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure everyone has arguments with themselves. So like on day two of medication, you know, I, I was tired. I felt like such a burden, right, to be needing to be taken care of. But, you know, it, it, it's the way it is. We just, you know, cannot force the physical vessel sometimes, no matter how strong or how gangsta we think we may be, you know. We just have to let that idea go <laughs> and let, let someone else take care of us. So I was, you know, a little bit guilty at that point, you know, because I, I, this was like my round two of being ill and being taken care of. So I was having an argument with myself. And you know how like <laughs> when you argue with yourself, it's all the unreasonable and very, very reasonable things that you argue with yourself about because it's, it's full-blown honesty. And I found myself getting upset at the fact that I was easily, easily affected by all of these emotions around me and how a lot of negative things would just permeate through my skin at any given point in time and I would, you know, get horribly, horribly upset. I I used to, you know, say this thing um, to my best friend, to my cousin, you know, and, and people who are close to me. Sometimes I'm in a situation um, that includes a lot of other people. And I have to take a few moments to just sort of, quote unquote, put my shields up. And that's just me saying... Um, kind of bracing myself that I'm going to be saturated in other people's emotions and feelings and things and energies and vibrations and whatnot, right? So I, I was arguing with myself like, why, why did you stop doing that? Why do you never put your shields up anymore? Why are you always so susceptible? And then next thing you know, you have to be benched because you cannot participate because you're sick. And it's not like the kind of sick that... You can smile your way through, yeah. So there was a lot of like guilt and of course, let's just call it for what it is, productivity guilt, right? I know we all suffer from it and it's a never-ending balancing act that we always, always have to try to balance out. Yes, I know, it's very difficult. Like, why does it have to be so difficult? I know, I know. Um, I don't know the answer either. It just, it just is, <laughs> I guess, right? And... So it got me thinking, it got me thinking, like, how come in the quote unquote before times, you know, like before we went into, into the lockdowns, before we had to like isolate, how come I was better? I was a lot better at, you know, not getting emotionally affected and hence not getting sick as often, right? I was like, what did you do before Maggie? I think uh, 
there were a lot of practices that I stopped doing. Um, honestly, ever since we went into the lockdowns, right? Because I, I feel like there was really no need for me to have my shields up as much as I used to, right? Because having to meet people was <laughs> most definitely a choice now in comparison to how it was before. Yeah, like before you, you had to be places, you had, you know, you had to be out basically. And right now, as good as it is for me personally to like manage very, very well what comes in and what goes out, there, there are still some as aspects of my life right now that I, I really don't have that much control over, you know. But regardless, regardless of like the situation, what I've realized is that I <laughs> stopped putting my shields up, right? So um, this podcast, I guess, is a little bit more about figuring out what it was you know i had before the best practices right and while i was thinking about these things i i realized i i stopped i stopped doing i stopped doing um the good things that protected me i mean you know i, I think you don't have to be as sensitive as i am my beautiful creatures um but i think these practices were always a good one especially uh if you are one of those people who sort of like cycle through good and bad all the time and unfortunately uh being in a bad part of the cycle is very very common and and i'll tell you why i think that is okay i mean this is just my take you know as per maggie i feel that positive things for instance have a very very gentle um and energy about them it's kind of like calm and sweet yeah it's very, very gentle in its energy form. However, negatives, right? They tend to come in hot, right? Like they, they tend to just go in there and just uh, and like kick the door open and be like, hey, I'm going to make your day really bad right now. Kind of energy <laughs> to them. Does that make sense? Um, I am sure there are so many things, you know, that happens in a day that you have to deal with and... I think the practice that I've let go of, and I haven't been really sort of um, making it a routine, yeah, I forgot to make it a habit, is to appreciate whatever positives there are that, you know, in the day. Because I think it's very easy, it's very easy to just say, oh, everything is going wrong today, right? But we always end up forgetting that there were also good things that happened in the day, you know, like, I don't know, for instance, how amazing your coffee or your tea tasted <laughs> at like your break or how how it was so sweet um, when you you let someone else take a seat in the bus and then they said to you, thank you, you know, that appreciation thing. We tend to really, really overlook the positives that happen in our lives and I think it's primarily because it has a gentle energy. Yeah. And, and I think once you sort of run down whatever it was that happened to you during the day, you run it down at the end of the day. It's very, very, um, I guess, instinctive of us to be like, oh, this is a negative thing. 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 And this is a negative thing. And then we end there. We end the conversation with ourselves there. We always forget to say, oh, but this wonderful thing happened. Um, this thing happened and it made me laugh. This thing was so hilarious, I cried. This thing was so sweet. You know, we forget to, to also remind ourselves that there are good things that are happening around us. It, 
every day. And I've realized, um, given the current circumstances I've been in, I've been dwelling too much on the negatives and totally, totally, you know, not acknowledging all the good stuff that has been happening. Yeah. I'm not here trying to say, you know, let's be positive all the time. You know, it's it's not about um, what people call these days toxic positivity. Yeah. I, I'm here talking about balance. I'm here talking about balance. I'm here talking about um, practicing, practicing, noticing everything equally, basically. Right. I have, you know, I have had conversations with people before that I, I totally sort of disliked. It's because sometimes people have this ability to just totally narrate and narrow down, you know, everything to everything being negative, basically. I'm not just simply talking about Debbie Downers. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about people who don't seem to want to notice good things about them or like the events that surrounded whatever it was they were trying to tell you. Um, I have a friend who, who does this frequently, yeah. They're very, very, um, I think it's part of their character, maybe. And so when we do have these conversations, I'm the one who usually challenges them. Like, yeah, but what about this? That made you smile. But what about that? You know, you should be thankful about that. And to a point, it irks them, I guess, because they feel like I'm trying to make them feel happier and and stuff. But I stop every time we get to that point where in they just, you know, I, I can tell they just want to stay in their negative space. But I'm trying to, you know, tell them that there are also things you should be appreciative of and be thankful for because not everyone gets that magic. You know what I mean? I think it's just, you know, I stopped when I'm talking about best practices. I stopped actually noticing everything. I just selected the negatives because that was more powerful and that was, you know, what was fueling my anger. Um, it was justifying why I was so angry. And although, you know, although that's part of the reason why I had to put up boundaries um, better, it also did me wrong by <laughs> just saturating me with so much negative emotion. Yeah. And of course, to all the people who love you, right, who try to make you feel loved, um, make an effort into making you feel the magic that there is in life, you know, I feel bad about them because they go unappreciated. Does that make sense? So um, best practice, I guess, is to always try to look at everything in a balanced um, way wherein you can actually see all the good just as much as you focus on the bad. And Maggie, how do we do that, right? Like everything is going haywire. Yes, my beautiful creatures, I understand. I think, again, as I said, positives have a gentle energy, so we tend to overlook them versus all the negatives that just, you know, are there right in your face. I'm here. Hi, I'm the negative energy for today, right? So I think I think we have to make an effort to actually look at the positives, yeah, does that, make, does that make sense? Yeah. So that's the first thing. That's the first thing I've come to realize um, that was totally messing me up. Like for real seas, I, I was like this, this, this like back to back illnesses. We all know Maggie is emotionally induced because as I said, I don't want to admit it. I am a delicate girl. And I realized, yeah, I've been lapsing on that practice because I refuse to look at the good things, yeah, and look at where we are now. Um, <laughs> uh, look at where we are now. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to set into motion again. 
And then the other thing that I realized I stopped doing, which brought me so much amazement, actually. Uh, so I was there, lying in bed, totally. You know, like I had a low-grade fever. I couldn't really speak. I, I, you know, moving around was tough. So I really couldn't sit at my workstation for a long time. Not even to just play games. That, you know, I, I could do that, and I did, but that only lasted for like a couple of hours, and then off to bed with me again. So I was like, you know, completely bored out of my mind, and I didn't want to watch anything anymore. So, you know, it, it hit me. I was like, why did I stop reading anyways? Yeah, why why did I stop <laughs> reading? And short answer, I, I think at some point with my daily routine, I, I stopped, I stopped, I stopped completely. Um, giving myself time to do things that I liked, yeah, to the point wherein I've convinced myself that I could always just delay it later because there were other things that were more important. And yes, I understand my beautiful creatures. Sometimes that is the situation. That is the the thing that we have to focus on other things. However, if we never ever, and I mean never ever, give ourselves the time to do things that we like, how can we how can we pour from an empty cup? Yeah? It's like there's no fuel in the tank and you're out putt putt puttering about, which I was. And then next thing you know, I'm in a bad mood. Next thing you know, I'm crying. Next thing you know, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And all those dramatic, you know, moments and scenes. Yeah. Hollywood special effects type thing. Thunderclaps and I'm crying by the window. It was, it was, yeah, it was sort of like that. So I was like, I'm in bed. There's nothing else to do. Um, but, but for some reason, I, I, I didn't want to, uh, turn on all the lights. I just wanted to feel really cozy. So I took my iPad and I was like, uh, I really prefer it much better if I was reading a, a book. You know, I'm one of those girls that really love books, like the physical books, like the paper, the smell of it, you know. And I thought to myself, so what, what do we want to read right now? Yeah. And I remember, I remember how much love I have for romance novels, my beautiful creatures. And, and I know you know this because I've talked about romance novels before. Um, I really don't uh, think about what people say about them, opinions about it. It's just something that I love to do. And it's okay because I'm harming no one. It's just me reading. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So I, I thought to myself, it was always the thing that I would go to every time I start to feel a little empty I start to feel a little like nothing and I guess it's because it's ability to just sort of like suck me in and draw draw me in into the story and then like it's about love and it's about all those things you know girly things yes girl you know what I'm talking about anyway <laughs> so I started to like look for it but given my mood at that time you know I was still a little bit in my dark space I was like okay let's let's, let's try to find a romance novel that would be fitting to our mood as well so I googled <laughs> I googled dark romance novels, yeah. I had this um, idea that I was gonna, you know, get the titles and then try to figure out if I could buy it online and, and have it delivered to my place. Because again, as I said, uh, I love it. I, it just gives me a different feeling every time I have a book in my hands, yeah. But, you know, as I was searching, I started to discover this other genre. <laughs> oh, I am so... I'm, mm. I'm a little, I don't know, why am I, why am I so shy about this? I started to discover this genre, right? Because I, I said I wanted something with castles, you know, winds, howling, you know, dark, dark romance. 
And so there apparently there's this like um subgenre of the paranormal romance and paranormal romance normally i've read some of them it's like gothic romance you know like nightgown walking down the hallways holding a candelabra you know like yes hard r those were the kind of things that i was used to reading like ghosts and stuff and phantoms right but there's a subgenre that i just recently discovered and i i uh, i couldn't get enough i couldn't get enough and I I had to look for stories that were trilogies, right? So that, you know, it it could carry on (laughs) this feeling of being totally immersed and in this world, right? And, you know, I'm normally a Regency kind of girl, right? So the lovemaking part and the part wherein it's all the romantic stuff would be pretty, pretty traditional. But this one wasn't. It wasn't. It made me go all sorts of, what? What is this? But it's really, really sort of hot. Like, I, (laughs) I, I was so confused, right? So I'm just gonna say what genre it is. So I don't know why I'm being such a teenager about this, but the Omegaverse, my beautiful creatures. Yeah, the Omegaverse. Maggie has finally, has finally joined in on that because I've never really, I never really discovered it. So of course, what do we do when we discover something new and totally like titillating and totally exciting, right? We get on a video call with our best friend and it's quite funny because, you know, normally, she knew she knew I was recovering, you know, I know how worried she was that I was getting back to back illnesses and I didn't really want to bother her as much as she said she wanted me to be recovering, you know, focusing on that. So I, although we text, I, I said to her, hey, you want to video call? Do you have time? Do you have time to discord right now? And she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm sure partly she was worried like, oh my God, like Maggie wants to get on a video call, like what's happening? And so I, I told her, <laughs> I told her, I was like, yo, did you know about the Omegaverse? And she started to laugh and laugh her face off. You see, between me and my best friend, right? She, she knows a lot, a lot of like pop culture and a lot of all these like fantastic, beautiful things, right? But when it comes to, I, I, I feel, I feel when it comes to like a little bit of the romance erotica genre, I, I'm more, I'm more knowledgeable in that. I, I, I used to think anyways, right? She laughed so hard because for the first time, she was seeing that I discovered something again. And I think she was laughing and smiling because, because she hasn't seen me that excited about something in a long, long time. And yes, my beautiful creatures, this Omegaverse, I love it. I love it so much. So, anyways, um, there's two points here, okay? There's two points here that I, I'd like to share. Number one, you have to, again, as I said earlier, you have to give time to the things that you like to do, yeah? You know, so for me, it's reading in general. But if it's, if I'm feeling empty and there's nothing there, I read romance novels, right? So I, I got back into there and, and, and I was so thankful that I found something that totally... <laughs> totally managed to catch my attention long enough for me to actually immerse myself into that world and for a while I forgot about you know what was troubling me what you know me sitting here all depresso because I've been having back-to-back illnesses yeah and I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do and then third okay third the third point is 
we have to stay curious, I guess. Because for... I don't even remember the last time I was curious enough about something to actually deep dive and sort of <laughs> look for all the things about it, you know. Um, I don't remember. Um, I've realized as well that I've just been functioning, yeah, but I wasn't excitable, I wasn't curious, and I think that's also important because it's sort of, I think, one of the few steps to making sure that you are happy and i'm not talking about um life happiness here i'm talking about happiness in terms of like giggling at least once a day being excited about something yeah i i don't remember being that curious and it was such a refreshing feeling to be that curious again because for some reason it made me you know feel like <laughs> life was injected into my bloodstream and i was actually here yeah I was actually here. And speaking of which, I do understand too, my beautiful creatures, that sometimes, you know, as we go through the routines and um, our priority lists and look at us, you know, like doing this, getting that done, um, hustling, grinding, and just taking things off our list, I, I do hope that that brings you enough happiness and joy, yeah? And if that does, that's an amazing, amazing feeling to have. And, you know, I, I know that because I, I was there at some point. But right now, I, I felt like in the past, anyway, in the past few months, I've been in a space wherein I'm taking off things off my list. But I felt nothing about it. Yeah, I felt nothing about it. And sometimes when we, when we feel that emotionally numb, right, maybe that's a signal for us to, like, get help or, like, at least talk it out. But if you're, you're unfortunately, but if you're in a place we're in um, help or like having to seek for help for mental health is still a little taboo and people still don't really talk about it as much. Unfortunately, sometimes we have to fend for ourselves. And that's just the way it is, unfortunately. I, say, I said unfortunately like 28 million times. But it is. It's very, very unfortunate because other places have it very accessible. Other places have it, you know, accepted by society. But if you're like me, and I hope you're not, you're going to be in a space wherein it's still a little bit quote-unquote taboo to talk about, right? Like me having to come up to my family and friends. You know, my friends, it's a lot easier, I guess. Um, because after all, your friends are your chosen family anyways, right? So it's a lot easier to talk about things with them sometimes. When I've talked to them about my mental health um, and the need to like sort of focus on that and like seek help if I needed to. It was a lot more difficult with my family. Even though, even though my beautiful creatures, I think I'm making a dent in that um, account, you know. Uh, I'm still, I feel, luckier than most and I'm very, very grateful for that. But for instance, if you're in a situation wherein you have nothing, right? No support, um, no one's trying to help you out. No, my beautiful creatures, you are not alone because I was always there at some point once. Because I listened too much to, to the taboo. I listened too much to whatever society was going to say. I listened too much to what other people wanted of me. So if you don't have access to that, you know, sometimes by fending for ourselves means it's either you go and you, you go anyways. You go and, and go to therapy, you know, or you go and seek for help by yourself. Um doesn't matter what other people think because it's about you, right? You are the protagonist of your life. But if you don't have access to that due to reasons, you just have to find ways to combat to combat all of this negativity that's coming your way. And it, it's either, you know, self-talk, 
um, more positive self-talk, I guess, is the important thing to say here. Um, being more appreciative and thankful. I'm not talking about toxic positivity because we are aware. We are very well aware that there are good as much as there are bad, right? Um, being balanced about it, yeah. And maybe it's not the easiest way, you know, sometimes when you feel numb. But you have to sort of find it in you, the strength to jump back into the things that would make you feel alive. Even if it's just for resetting. Even if it's just for restarting. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand there are some days when we just want to lie in bed all day, all day long. Forget about it. Forget about everything else. Or that's what we do outside of the time wherein we actually pretend to be <laughs> a normal human being. Because I understand a lot of us, my beautiful creatures, we have a lot of other responsibilities, you know, like we go through the motions. We're not present. We are not actually here. And I think, I think, I think that's a horrible space to be in. And I really hope no one ever has to go through that. But it does happen. So when we do do that, it is our responsibility to try to combat that. So I'm here <laughs> very early in the morning. Um... I'm laughing because it's super early in the morning. My sleep cycle hasn't been corrected. So I'm up at like 1 in the morning. Um, I'm trying not to be too loud right now. Just so that I won't alert my neighbors. And they'll be like, oh my god, something's happening over there. Uh, <laughs> I'm here at very, very early in the morning. Um, trying, trying again, you know. Like having found the reset button uh, to fight all of this off. And I'm just here to tell you that it's okay. It's okay. It does happen. But you're not alone in it, okay? Like, it happens. And what I want to say are, or, like, share with you are this small tips that I've found I, I totally stopped doing. You know, because the way I see it, the before times had a lot of battle all on its own. But, you know, like, right now, us, 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 as human beings trying to get back into a normalcy, um, I don't know what it's like for you in your place, but, you know, it's different everywhere else. And it's also different per individual, as I always say. Uh, I'm just here sharing these tips. And it sounds so, so simple. Yeah, it sounds so simple. But it can actually help, you know. It could be, you know, you may not feel like doing it, but it's something easy that you can try. So, again, it's just being able to notice everything everything and by that i mean not just the negatives but also the positives number two doing something that you actually like you know it doesn't have to take forever um unlike me like i actually just <laughs> lay there uh for hours reading but then again i was sick so i had i had a bit of the gift of time for that one but it could be anything you know it could be going out jogging it could be just going to a coffee shop and having a nice beautiful beverage prepared just for you you know to consume for an hour while you just sit there and think about things you know listen to music whatever that may be um it could be any of those things but the important thing to remember here is to actually set the time sometimes because i get that you know we get swept up into the whole like what we need to do in life but are you really in there is the question you know like are you just going through the motions but are you there are you present are you in the moment yeah because these moments as i come to realize actually <laughs> oh my gosh this is so sentimental but it's a little vulnerable that's why i'm kind of like skirting around it once these moments go you can never take them back yeah 
that's why I always say, you know, tell people you love them, you know, express how you appreciate someone, um, try not to dwell too much on the negatives, because once these moments go, they're gone, they're gone, I, <laughs> I look back and I'm like, whoa, who was that girl, what was she doing, you know, when I see old pictures of myself, and, and then I'm like, ah, where was the last, you know, four to five years, where, where were they, and it's because I, I feel there's part of me that was just there, you know, but I wasn't really there. Does that make sense? So my beautiful creatures. Oh, wait, my, 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 my third one is to stay curious, by the way. Stay curious, you know, like it doesn't have to be something huge. doesn't have to be something you write a thesis on. You know what I mean? But stay curious because there's so many, so many things, so many magical, wonderful things in the world. And I think when you stop being curious, that's when you stop letting the magic in. And then the sparkles and shines are starving. Yeah. So anyway, yes, as I was saying, sorry, I like flipped through the tangent here. I'm like having my coffee. Um, I just wish that for this week, you know, the rest of the week and, you know, for the weeks to come, uh, you sort of practice things similar, you know. I mean, I know we're not all the same, my beautiful creatures, but something similar to make you feel like you're in the moment again, you're present again. Yeah. And as much as I know that the positives are easier to overlook at all times we just have to make an effort yeah sound good yeah and you know i'm gonna i'm i it breaks my heart every time i have to leave you you know that right my beautiful creatures but i gotta go for now okay i love you bye <laughs>